running into the to the cockpit and android has like the chair ready for you um do you know how to fly this thing android i am capable of performing simple maneuvers however my programming is not substantial enough to allow for the kind of decision making that humans do cool um it's love gonna this. be you love this journey for you. me um so i take the captain's chair and uh i guess i guess we're going i am yeah. freaking out yeah your heart's pounding hard in your chest you're trying to remember everything that you juan taught you about maneuvering the ship and you can see the uh Esdes ascendancy ship this mass of cables uh start peeling away from the station uh and you you gun the engines to pursue <laughs> Samson and Yuhuan, you find yourself in a very, very dark room. There's one little globe of, like, sickly green light that is uh, kind of floating up maybe 30 feet up from you. And you can just see enough to, like, make out the silhouette of your hand in front of your face. Uh, oh, Samson, man. are you there? Yep. Are you uh, are you okay? Uh, I think so. What was that? I shot us with? Uh, I I I don't know. I I think that uh, was prop whatever it was. It was a uh, tranquilizer of some sort. Hopefully, uh, we don't suffer any serious side effects from it. This is so wild. Like you said that they said something about your green light. Uh, whatever. I'm just going based off what they said when we were all together I don't know why they'd want us to be here otherwise this is, this is so wild these things are crazy they're crazy they probed you, kidnapped you what do you think they want with us? No, honestly I don't really want to stick around to find out uh, okay but yeah we gotta find a way out of here uh, when you say that you see like uh, in front of you maybe 10-15 feet is like a, a light turns on like a yellow mm -hmm. light and uh it is lighting a like a cage door in front of you kind of like very gothic uh just wrought iron almost kind of spiky and there's uh the the female Esdes, the one that you guys had like you know made friends with is is standing there uh cross-armed and and she says well you fucking shady bitch i knew that we couldn't trust you what do you want with us knew but was any, unable to do anything about it uh you will be taken once we get uh, out of range of the station of course we wouldn't want our unsavory business made public for everyone to know 
But the ascendancy captures creatures such as yourselves possessing certain body assets that the ascendancy finds desirable and will help us to greater achieve our ascended state and perfection of our true vessel. You fucking psycho. You'll never get away with this. Help! 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 What? Help! This crazy ass cybernetic organ body harvester thing is help! Unfortunately, the screaming will do you no good. You are already on board our ship. Yeah, well... We'll see how what happens. I'm sure our uh, our third member is going to be up all up in your business in just right. a little bit. She's going to find us, and she's going to accidentally kill you in some horrible accident, and it's going to be all your fault. So you just wait. She smiles and says, "You mean the the small, quiet youth that you had accompanying you? Yeah, I'm real yeah, scared." Yeah, that one. That one, you just wait. The power. She's an impress. She is an impressive member of our team. You better not underestimate her. At it's all. The only advice I can give you today. And at least she doesn't have fucking weird appendages coming out of her face, and has some fake voice box that she uses to copy languages. You think you're so cool? Well, guess what? You you look like you're in some book. A book that no one's read for like 20 years. So you know what? You could save the remarks from when we're pissing on their graves, alright? Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm real stressed. It's fine. Give you your opportunity to get your last lumps in. A better question for you now, you can decide this amongst yourselves, is who is going first? And she like, struts away. First for what? And then shuts the light off again, so you're back. You've been plummeted back into darkness. Are we? Are we tied down at all? Or um, if you if you like try, you know, you notice that like your hands are bound, but not your legs. Okay, so we can stand up and walk around then. Mm-hmm. You Juan, I need you to get under this light so I can see. I'm gonna try to get you untied. All right. Okay. All right. I'm standing. <clears throat> Okay. Uh, can I diffuse? Like, diffuse a roll? Uh, sure. Ooh, ten. Nice. Finally. 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 <laughs> we got you all the way into this bad situation. <laughs> Just to get it. Uh, all right. All right. So, yeah, the situation's safe until significantly changed. So, yeah, you are able to remove um, the bindings on you, Juan. Um, and then, uh, Juan is able to do the same for you now that their hands are free. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you have freed your hands and are just now in this very dark chamber of unknown okay. size. You just know that there's a cage door in front of you. I'm going to start like walking around the perimeter of the cage and kind of inspecting everything. Yeah. Um, you can feel the walls feel like... Um, they're very kind of gritty, like mm-hmm. the whatever the material that, that this wall is made of is granular and not not smooth. Um, it is solid though, 
everywhere except for this like cage is just a solid wall of gritty uh, material kind of you would you would assume maybe like concrete if concrete were a thing that these aliens had okay gotcha um is there anything in the the cell or is it just bare bones there is in the middle where you guys were kind of seated there is a a tall spire that goes almost to the ceiling that has like uh chains for you know shackling somebody to the center of the chamber okay Hmm. Chains? Do you think I could uh, fashion some chains? Like take the chains off? You could try. Yeah. What are you? What are you planning to do with them once you get them off? Uh, I'm gonna gear up and turn them into some some fisticuffs. Gotcha. So like a like a uh, brass knuckles type situation. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I think that that is going to be... Like Unleash Power, do you think? Yeah, I think Unleash Power is probably the closest thing. Um, <laughs> avoiding the device's side effects seems weird, but I could make it work in... Yeah, I mean, it could be a weird material yeah, that, yeah. like... I, yeah, I, I, I already have ideas, don't worry about it. Uh, it didn't work, I got a five. <laughs> cool. Can I get a help, helping action? You want, right. uh, can you help me? Oh, you, we're gonna yeah. try to get these chains off. Okay, I rolled a eleven. Okay. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, on a ten plus, you're gonna pick three. Demi, uh, the device does exactly what you wanted. The device can be used again. You don't rouse other devices in your environment. You avoid the device's side effects. Um, we don't. The device does exactly what I want. Uh, we don't rouse any devices in the area. Uh, the device can be used again. Okay. So, uh, you, you, like, break these chains off of the, uh, off of this, like, spire that is, that they're connected to, and Mm -hmm. in the, like, kind of, you start to wrap them around your hands, uh, and kind of, like, close it into a fist and give it a couple of test hits, uh, and it's, it seems to work. The longer you have it on your hands, though you start to feel like a like a little bit of a burning sensation like whatever okay. these whatever these chains are made out of or if they're coated in something it is like hurting you to wield yeah you, you've got those ready you're kind of like standing behind the door just waiting for something to happen following this ship it's probably a really rocky ride yeah it is let's find out how rocky shall we awesome what am i rolling um you're gonna roll uh forge a path forge a path oh shit i'm gonna let you guess what i just rolled is it two sixes yeah nice (laughs) 
Okay, so that's a 13. Okay. On a 10 plus, you pick one. You're exposed to danger as you travel. The route you took is lost. You can't take gear other characters with you. You take a lot longer than you expected. So I'm going to go with the route I took is lost. All right. So (laughs) the the ship, this this Esdes ship is speeding towards the other side of this sun. So you're making like a fast arc around it. And like passing like little, you know, rocks and other uh, items, debris um, as you as you go and you are laser focused on this ship is escaping with my friends. I need to get it. I'm going as fast as I can. I'm not thinking about where I came from. And so, yeah, you're you're completely lost at this point, but you're still pursuing uh, the ship, and you are gaining on it. Um, weirdly, your uh, the DSS one seems to be slightly faster than this this Esdeath ship. So, what would you like to do? Um. So I hadn't actually thought about how I'm going to get them to stop without yep. shooting at them. Hmm. Um. I'm going to go ahead and hail them. Okay. Uh, so Even though I can't speak their language or communicate with them. Uh, no, the Ezdes can speak your language. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yes. Yes. They, they are quick to learn. Um, so you hail them, uh, like, you know, send out a ping, uh, and they, they return... And um, the the female Esdes, uh, the 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 creepy one that gave you guys all your scales tests, uh, is sitting there in a kind of very high-backed chair with kind of like spines uh, just arcing away from it, very gothic. Um, and and she says, "Oh, uh, the one they call Rune. How can I?" How can I help you? Um, you can give my friends back so I don't have to shoot. I do not know what you're talking about. I know you have them. We've tracked them to your ship. Who tracked them? My robot. Duh. And that's your proof? That's all the proof I need. Sounds like it's just your word against mine. Hearsay, rather. I'm a little offended that you would pursue me, come all this way to start spouting accusations without any proof. There are two humans on your ship. There are no other humans in this galaxy. I do not know what a human is. And if we come across authorities, I have never met you before. And she turns off her camera and the feed goes dead. geometrically challenging mess of angles and cables dashes through space, carrying in its bowels two of perhaps the only three humans in this system. These two are astronauts, or at least they would have been, 
if anything had gone according to mission parameters. Now they are survivors whose only current objective is to stay that way. Their kidnappers, a small collective of Esdes known as the Ascendancy, ready their surgical equipment to perform calculated medical butchery on these two humans. Yuhuan and Samson might be able to free themselves from their captors, but with the void of space waiting for them just outside this alien ship, their only hope of escape lies in the hands of young Rune Carlson. As Rune speeds after the fleeing alien ship, controlling hundreds of tons of metal and explosive fuel, she can't help but remember the fateful car accident that killed her boyfriend and put her in this ship, some 30 light years from home. So far, Rune has been able to rely on the leadership of Samson and the brains of Yuhuan, but now she is alone, and only she can stop the Ascendancy and save her friends. Okay, I have come up with one plan, so if it doesn't work, we're all fucked. Because <laughs> I have no clue what else I can do. I can't wait. All right. This is going to be so good. Okay. I believe in you. Yes. So I want to shoot at like just the thrusters of the ship. Okay. So that it can't continue uh, to propel forward. But I yeah, don't blow it. Kind up. of. They're kind of in a like a tangled jumble of other stuff. So like nothing about this ship makes logical sense to your human brain. Um, so yeah. Uh, let me get my binder out. Oh let me dang. get my dice out. <laughs> so I'll give you a choice. You can okay. either be an unleash power move um, where you set this, the parameters kind of in a specific way, or it's going to be a fiercely assault move. I like the consequences of Unleash Power better. And my lore is the same as my force. So we're going to go with Unleash Power. That is going to be a <laughs> 10, baby. All right. This is feeling too easy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, right, it's so been two plus. episodes of this already. It's not easy. <laughs> yes, fair enough, fair enough. Had time to go uh, get the on a 10 device. plus, pick three. The device does exactly what you wanted. The device can be used again. You don't rouse other devices in your environment. You avoid the device's side effects. We're going to go with the device does exactly what I wanted. I don't rouse other devices Match. in my environment, and I avoid the device's side effects. Okay, this is interesting. So the one you didn't pick is going to be fun. <laughs> um, so uh, you you take aim with these these blasters that you installed. So you know how they work better than Samson, <laughs> um, who did with it on his only attempt on using these guns. Uh, and you line up your shot just so, and you hit the button, um, the button that is some weird like non-essential system on off switch uh, that you have linked to the guns and it fires a single shot out into the void of space. You watch the green uh, beam projectile itself forward and strike uh, just above the uh, 
the like thruster fire of this enemy ship. Everything on that ship just slows, um, and and the fire has has uh, ceased. You do hear a sort of upsetting, like kind of creaking noise from the wings of the sh- of your ship uh, that kind of don't sound good for the guns. Guys, I broke the guns. <laughs> Maybe a teensy bit. Might have broken gun breaker, um, gun breaker. We got a whole case of them. It'll be fine. <laughs> now that the enemy ship has ceased movement, you kind of look around and assess your surroundings, and um, you have come pretty much 60% of the way around this uh, blue dwarf star. Uh, in front of you is a, a small planet that's orbiting the, the star pretty closely. You can see um, it seems to be locked in like a, a consistent orbit. The, the planetoid doesn't rotate. Um, as such, there is a, a, a like a liquid hot side of the planet and a dark side that you can't see much on. Um, and the enemy ship is now kind of uh, drifting through space, sort of using like air pressure to kind of push itself limping in the direction of that system. Greetings from beyond space and time. I am the Game Master. Every episode, I like to take a second to appear, hat in hand, to ask for a little bit of financial support. If you enjoy what we do, please consider becoming a subscriber at patreon.com slash roll underscore warriors. This really is a ton of work that the whole crew puts in for every episode, and your contributions could help us make it even better. $5 a month is all it takes to become a patron, and we do have some bonus episodes available for backers and the opportunity to suggest what you would like for us to do for our next bonus episode. I have begun the process of mastering and polishing the vast collection of music from Season 1 of Roll Warriors into something of an album. Now, the final product won't include everything that I composed for the season, but I have selected tracks that I felt could stand alone as music worth listening to. Keep an eye out for more information in the future about the release date and place for this album. I will most likely be creating a deluxe version of the album as a Patreon exclusive, which will include more tracks and perhaps even more goodies, so be sure to subscribe today. If money is tight right now, which I totally get, consider following us on Twitter at Roll Warriors and sharing us with your friends and family. Word of mouth is a really powerful tool, and you could help us out immensely by just getting your friends listening as well. That just about wraps up the ads, so I will let you get back to the episode. On the inside of the ship, who has the chain? Samson does. Samson's got the chain. You've got it like wrapped around your hands in a garrote, just ready for action. Hell yeah. Um, Got those dukes up. Yep. And you see one of the large Ascendancy uh, Esdes, like a male, um, comes up to the door and his little clavicle tentacles extend and glow green. And then the door uh, kind of like vibrates and, and parts. And he enters with some sort of kind of um, very jagged looking black knife and kind of points it at both of you 
and says, Move it. Or lose it. Uh, Johan says, well, I'm already about to fucking lose it. And um, can I, like, roll for a fiercely assault? Because I'm just, I'm not going anywhere with a jagged knife. All right, I rolled a 10. Woo! Okay. Um, on the 10 plus, you choose two from the list, and I choose one from mine. So your list is, your avenue of escape is clear, you inflict, inflict savage, terrifying harm, frightening and dismaying your foes, you scavenge something valuable, gain a device, you get information from your foe, get one data. Alright, so the first one I'm going to choose is I savagely terrify um, my opponent. Um, do I get what, are you, what are you attacking him with? Yeah. <laughs> what does this look like? I'm just like running and flailing. Desperate times calls for desperate measures. Okay, (laughs) so I'm ready. And it's and it's weirdly working because he's like looking right at you with a knife, and you still manage to get him somehow. All right, interesting. (laughs) Continue. What's your other choice? My other choice is like the point. I guess like a point of like escape is clear. Um, I guess I don't expect us to, like, completely escape, but we're at least getting out of this weird dungeon with a knife. Um, sure. So, I'm gonna say, uh, the, the savage terrible harm you're, you're inflicting, like, um, you're, you connect with him with your fists, uh, in just the right spot, um, where he's not, like, got a lot of technology going. Um, this is the guy, he's got, like, the... Uh, the big kind of um, tank in his chest where you can still see some food kind of floating around dissolving and you hit that and crack it. And like now he's like gripping his stomach as fluid is leaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, he does while you're while you're in close, he is going to give you harm appropriate uh, to the enemy and uh, stab you in the leg with this knife um, you will take two harm as you feel this this knife vibrate into your skin and uh, kind of like uh, blood kind of shoots out in in all directions. It's kind of like being hit with like a like a rotary saw or something. Oh, my Lord. Ah! Fall to the ground. <laughs> what? Uh. Holy shit! What uh, what does two harm say for you? What is, what's, what is your condition now? I'm overwhelmed. Okay. Ah! Okay. <laughs> Samson, mm-hmm. I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, good. All right. Why? All right. So, um, the uh, the other condition uh, that you picked, your avenue of escape is clear. So he's distracted with, uh, this um this like you know break in his in his chest piece uh and samson you see like a clear point of attack oh sorry Mm -hmm. one second one second okay so you did specify that i was like bleeding and it says that three harm is me bleeding well you you have blood has left your body Hmm. i'm not gonna like that is that is narrative um the bleeding means that you you now have minus one steel um so like that would be consistent like just like blood loss 
um, you know, getting stabbed is is overwhelmed you, but you did lose blood because it's a knife. Okay. Yeah. But you see, there's a difference. Okay. Yeah. 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 I got it. This guy like cl- is clutching his stomach and he's kind of leaned forward, uh, and you've got chains in hand, Samson. Oh yeah, I'm gonna fucking deck this dude. And the um, I'm also gonna f- fiercely assault this man. Thing. All right. Break his stomach tank. <laughs> Break his stomach oh. tank, Samson. Oh. I got a seven. All right, uh, seven to a nine. You choose one, and I choose two. Oh, ow. Well, I am gonna scavenge something valuable from him. Okay. Um. So you go like overhead, overhead with these two chains to just mm-hmm. kind of like hit him over the head, and he drops the knife onto the ground. Um. As he like Got it. gets gets hit, um. You do, uh, see him like. Just before he gets he gets hit by you, he says, "Get broken free!" into some sort of communicator. So others will come after you is one of the conditions. Okay. Um, and the second one is uh, the situation is destabilized and chaos will follow. <laughs> but you could probably have guessed that from the beginning. Right. Uh, yeah. So he's now he's now down on the ground. He's unconscious. Uh, his knife lays uh on the ground uh next to you it's it's dark in here but you can kind of make it out and you pick it up yeah i give the uh knife to you juan and i say are you okay no um, let's see if we can the leg. i'm gonna can i uh do we need to do something can we do something to help that or is this just gonna keep going like could i disable or defuse that i think there is a move there's like a healing move or something. I think I don't remember what it's called though. There is shake it off, mm-hmm. which is a move care. that that Yu Huan can can take in the mm-hmm. moment. Um, so when you take cover or put space between you and a threat, heal any minor harm box. Um, yeah. The GM says how the situation changes when you're while you're distracted. So that will take some time. Okay. Yeah, I was just gonna like rip off a sleeve of my shirt and use it as like a tourniquet or something yeah that's not gonna that's not gonna reduce a harm box but it it you know narratively will yeah. you know make to, the situation yeah. better keep us going you um, can probably calm down a little bit you want you want why did you do that because oh, i probably shouldn't be laughing just, um because there was just some diabolical floaty tentacle alien ominously walking towards us with a black knife of doom and i've been in some situations before and i was just not going to be in this one so i decided to take my chances and that chance took me <laughs> and now we gotta get the hell out of here well, uh, let's go ahead and get you stitched up, and uh, we're going to try to keep moving on. Uh, do you think you can walk? Uh, I think I can walk. Uh, I have no choice but to walk, because I'm not going to wait here for more ominous alien mad scientists to come at me with pulsating knives. So, yeah, let's go. Yep, all right. Uh, so, I hand you Juan the knife, and we'll just keep on going. All right. The interior of the Esdes ship is unlike anything you two have ever seen before. 
The mess of cables that is present on the outside of the ship is all but the more intense inside. Almost spider webs of fi fibers sending eerie green light lace themselves backward and forwards across the corridor. This seems to be the only source of light inside the ship, save for plumes of colored liquid bubbling in lithe tubes along the walls. The maze of corridors juts out at odd angles and takes unexpected directional changes. Just as you get yourselves oriented to this strange environment, you see another two ascendancies stalk towards you from a corridor further back, their clavicle tentacles extended out in front of them glowing the green light. Whenever a fiber strand would block their way, it glows in synchrony with the tentacles and unravels away, letting the Ezdes pass before reforming behind them. Just as you two attempt to move away, uh, away, the cables stay firm in your path. They are hard celery stalks to your touch. Uh, okay, so now we have... Uh, I'm going to use a, uh, a move on these guys, a character move. Can I do that? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try to command them to freeze, hopefully, to, yeah, make them do something. <laughs> uh... This has worked so well for you in the past. Okay, well, I rolled a seven, so it's fine. <laughs> okay. By the skin of my teeth. Um, <laughs> I'm going to put up my uh, my fist, and I'm going to run towards them, and I'm going to tell them to run the other way. Like, you better get out of here. Start swinging at them. All right, so it's it's moderately effective what is the uh what does so, command say on a seven to nine on a seven to nine i get to pick one where it says uh and they have to do it it says freeze get out of there or attack so i'm telling them to get out of there okay um they they kind of look at you with this uh this seething rage um they see they see you with your chains that doesn't really spook them as much as uh you juan like is like brandishing the knife behind you <laughs> and um, and they kind of like they kind of like whisper something into arm communicators and kind of retreat back the other way i will cut you <sighs> all that's right tell them i'll cut all of you good job we're gonna keep on going we're gonna get out of here okay uh so how do we how do we uh how do we make these tentacle doors work Wait, can I try? Can I try to unleash power? Yeah, I understand as Desi technology if I speak their language, right? Can I try to do that? You can you can attempt it, yeah. Okay. It's not like uh these aren't like completely blocking you. There's, you know, you could climb through them, but if you want to try to figure them out, you can. I feel like the I feel like the scientist in me really wants to try and figure out how this works. And it's also a nice distraction from my impaled leg. Um, <laughs> so, let's see. Because you're still definitely overwhelmed by that. Yes. All right. I rolled mm -hmm. a seven. Okay. Uh, eight, including my bonus. Okay. So you're going to get to pick two uh, from the list below. I guess the device does exactly what I wanted it to. Is it just this one door that can be used again? Or is it any fibrous tentacle door um i'm gonna rule that i'm gonna rule that if you can figure out how to get past one of them you can figure out how to get past them all okay so the device can be used again okay um so you kind of like uh you're inspecting this thing and um kind of like tap the knife 
to the uh to the the tendrils and they kind of like retreat away from it very quickly oh my god samson did you see that it moved yeah and and in fact like they you you hear like this kind of like buzz buzzing noise um and uh and like the the kind of the corridor uh shimmers a little bit uh, and shudders, and then all of the tentacles in the corridor retreat. Oh my god, I've always wanted and to... All these fibrous cables are just... going away. Okay. What did you... you what did you do? I don't know! I just... I waved my magic wand, and... it moved! It's like they all flailed away from me in fear, like I was using a... A spell or something. I don't know. This is cool tech. Okay. Well, anyway, I kind of think I know how to open these doors. So maybe moving around will be less, like, less challenging for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess. Uh, I guess we could just keep going and figure out where it takes us, and hopefully it isn't to our deaths. Let's keep on going. We, we just, like, zoom out on, uh, like, the overhead of you guys, like, t- trying to work your way through this, like, maze of of uh, corridors with, you know, walls coming out where they shouldn't. And, um, you know, you, you're, you'll take a left turn and then a left turn and then a left turn, but you're still you're somewhere new. And it's like, what? This doesn't make any sense. Um, so. So, yeah, we, we kind of ascend as you're just trying to figure out where you're going. seeing this ship uh now kind of careening without without uh thruster power towards this uh planetoid what are you doing okay so i would really like to approach and possibly board this ship okay uh how are you going to make that happen i mean it has like like a docking bay or whatever right uh yes. Yes. I mean to say that uh docking is usually a consensual procedure, something that two ships agree to do together. Right. And you get the sense in the back of your head they probably don't want me to dock. <laughs> uh so so how are you going to force the issue? Um just start flailing your arms. They're weak to arm flailing. <laughs> yes, arm flailing. No, um, let me see. Is there a way for me to manually override their docking system? Not wirelessly, not like remotely. Like you couldn't like send a signal over to their ship that fucks with their systems in any way because they just their technology is different from yours right there is a way there is you you could probably figure a way to manually override it but you'd have to be close 
Um, you'd have to like get your hands on their technology to do it. All right. Well, you know what? Fuck it. I didn't want them to know I was there, but um, I'm gonna go ahead and call them again. Okay. Um, yeah. You you call you call them, and the video channel opens, and you kind of just see like uh, the the Esdes that you've sp- spoken with um, many times in the past now, kind of just like not looking at you, just like looking off to the side, focusing on some uh, camera con- or on some like control panel in front of them. I want to convince them to let me dock, but I really would like to do so by intimidating them because I just shot them once and I am not scared to do it again. Okay. So mad bluff. Is that going to be a find common ground or a diffuse roll? I think no, a find common ground would be would would work probably. Okay. In that case, I have a character move called Hunter for Hire where when I find common ground using my combat skills as leverage I can roll force instead of sway. I feel like that applies since I'm trying to intimidate them. Yeah, I feel like that does too. I I love the idea of this just like Rune as a like, you know, college student dropout deep in space. It's just like I don't give a shit anymore. I will blow you up. <laughs> we give a fuck. <laughs> okay. So, um, I call them and let's say they answer. And I'm like, you let me come get my friends right now where I'm going to blow you out of the fucking sky. And I'm going to roll. <laughs> I'm really, really glad that I got to roll, um, force instead of sway because that was exactly a seven with with the sweat or with the force with the force it would have been a five without because i have minus Uh, one sway gotcha (laughs) i'm really glad that that worked the way i wanted it to so um on a seven and nine um i get to pick two and both of these must be met number one you reduce the threat you pose to them Number two, you give them something now that's worth it. The the um, this this ascendancy as deaths, uh, she says, you have shown that you're willing to fire on me. So I accept that it's something you would do again. Here's how this is going to go. I still have your friends. They are at my mercy as we speak. So, in addition to powering down your weapons, you're going to have to give me something. Something that's worth more than their organs towards our perfection. Because I don't think they're worth anything to you dead, but I can still harvest them. I have another alien on my ship whose organs might be more compatible for you. So you can have that. <laughs> Show me. Okay, so I'm a Android, go get the thing. <laughs> Android's like, there are many things. Which one shall I retrieve for you? <laughs> Android, go get the alien. Oh my god. <laughs> right. 
Right, the one that's stinking up the the. We're whole... talking about an alien. I didn't know if you meant alien in in relation to her or us or I was just gonna I'm gonna go get it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> she, like, Thank you, Android. Stomps out of the room and. Um, you're kind of just like sitting there on comms awkwardly trying to like genuflect, but also be intimidating. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we're just, it's just like a long, awkward silence and, uh, Android returns like dragging a corpse and kind of like slumps it in front of the camera. <laughs> Why do you have a dead Imperial on your ship? I, um, found it. It's going to be you if you you don't let me come get my friends. You know what? That's a valid threat. That's fair. Do you know how much trouble you are in? I don't even care what I'm doing to you right now. But, like, they don't leave their, their own without revenge. So, you know what? I'm going to take that body because it's not, it's not me they're going to be after. Uh, you guys still have to deal with the kind of ramifications of whatever it was you did to get this thing on board. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, you know what? That's a fair trade. One moment. And, like, gets off the camera and, uh, and you can just kind of, like, hear her in the, in the background going, Where the fuck are they? (laughs) Get them right now. Excuse me a moment. And like the, the, the line goes dead. Samson and Yuhuan, um, you have gotten yourselves thoroughly lost. Um. <laughs> you're in a you're in a corridor that seemingly has four like dead ends and you don't know how you ended up here um and uh you hear over the over the intercom come out we've settled on a deal your friend has bought your freedom i don't believe and you the price i don't believe was you high. she she's totally trying to trick us she's trying to there's tr- no way I will take my chance in this living spaghetti to believe a word that you say. Um, if you come near me, I have a pulsating knife that controls tentacles. We will be a challenge. It's funny that you say that, because I remember you selecting um, that the device does exactly what you wanted, and the device can be used again. Which means you didn't avoid the device's side effects. As you guys are kind of standing, like, back-to-back, kind of trying to figure out where to go next or who to trust, um, from the ceiling we see, the camera sees, uh, a long, spindly tendril kind of slowly making its way down, the fibers just tickling the air. Um, And (laughs) before you guys can think, um, you are both grabbed by the head. And are now like being suspended in the air um, <laughs> by this big fibrous cable. I'm like swinging my arms back at this thing, trying to hit it. Why isn't it listening? Tentacle, I have the knife. Ah! Oh, my 
god, I'm sorry, Samson. I'm sorry we should have stayed in a dungeon and now we're gonna get killed by- Cut yourself free so that we can get out of here. (laughs) The tendrils start to pull you up into like an aperture. It's it's very like hard to see what's up there. It's just like a lot of stuff kind of like uh in the way of of whatever this opening is and it kind of feels like as you're pulled through it it kind of feels like um like coarse almost like some sort of like coral or uh something rough and uh you are pulled through a just long tunnel of it um as it like cuts and grates at your skin and then you are ejected into space I'm just, we're dead? What? You see, uh, Rune, you see them, like, floating by <laughs> by the window. Wow. They're, like, oh. still wearing their space suits, right? Uh, I think we're dead. Well, you have Samson's. Yeah. We're and Yuhuan took theirs off, so... Um, to, wear, to wear their, I, I think it was hot clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like I don't regret anything. So we're uh, we're dead, floating through space. Well, you're not dead. You have about thirty seconds uh, as as like the the cold of space starts to like crystallize your skin. Mm. Shit, well. shit, 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 shit. Okay, so um. Is there anything on our ship that can pull them in? Can we just do a diffuse roll? I mean, I'm going to do a diffuse roll, but I feel like we have to have a narrative oh, something like a that actually happens. Be yeah, that's fair. Because we're you feel recording right. a podcast <laughs> here, not just playing a game. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. Do we have a tractor beam? No, you have a tether. Old school. Do we have more than one? Because there's two people floating out there. Um, Is that, can Android have, just have, like... We have Android. Can she just, like, take her ass out the airlock and, like, propel towards us and, like, and, like retrieve us or something? Android's already Android's already busy doing uh, the propelling towards the enemy ship to give them the corpse that you just traded them. Yeah. Oh, Android's okay. out of the... Uh, out of the, the, the uh, pool of resources you have right now. Okay, um, that's fair. I, I will. I will say this: you have more than one tether, but it is probably it's it's not like a it's not like a manual or like a controllable thing. You have to you have to take it somewhere. You have to drag it yourself. Can we um, wasteland survival our way? Like uh, try to push off the ship as they jettison us out towards our ship you are already like you're already free floating oh, okay the force of you being kind of ejected has mm-hmm. you going in a direction okay okay so i am just gonna grab a tether and use the suit with the rocket boots and go get them go get them okay, so so we see like Rune see that happen, go shit, run down to the airlock. Like you're like throwing a suit on as you go, you know, pants in. Oh shit, I'm in the wrong leg. Like pants in, <laughs> helmet on. Um, you grab the tether, you, you carabiner itself to you, 
and um you open the like hit the airlock door not even worried about the secondary door like you're just i have to get out in space now and shoot yourself into space so yeah go ahead and diffuse um it's gonna be gonna plus use, steel uh yeah endurance or quick action hey thank god again that was a seven okay Seven and nine, you've bought some time, but choose one. The DM GM will demand a sacrifice to secure your safety. It's only a temporary re- retrieve, and the danger will soon return. The danger's still present, but threatening someone or something else. I know I'm going to regret this, Gavin, but I'm going to let you demand a sacrifice to secure our safety. All right. Ooh. So... Let you do some of the quick thinking. <laughs> yeah, you put me in a spot here. Okay, here's what happens. You see the, al- the, the alien exchange has happened now, and Android has kind of pushed off from the alien ship, um, but there's, n- there's no thrusters coming from her. Uh, her, like, boots. She is drifting in space and she's going the opposite direction is she fleeing you can no no she is she is she is tumbling oh um the gravity of the sun uh starting to pull um at at her free-floating self um and you have a trajectory to plot here where you can either go for android or you can go for samson and yuhuan i mean obviously i'm going for samson and yuhuan even though they are much less useful than android mm. no offense guys mm. no you're totally Not right taken. <laughs> you can't yeah. be offended because i just saved your fucking lives right. that's right that's right <laughs> I'm useless and alive. I'm okay with that. <laughs> you push off. You get to Samson and Yuhuan. You grab them both, uh, one one hand to one body, um, and start rocketing yourself backwards attached to this tether. And you see the small um, body of Android just kind of floating away towards a blue star. And then... Just as you arrive at the airlock with the two friends in tow, you hit the button, you see, you know, you slam the door behind you, and uh, they are like coughing and uh, trying to trying to recover their air, like both on their their hands and knees. Uh, And you look out the window at the alien ship, which is still limping its way towards its remote base on this planetoid. And then something shoots it. A big beam of red energy hits through the center of this ship. Um, and before it can react, it explodes. And a large obsidian knife ship comes into view. Oh no. Oh god. Oh god.